0: Hey everybody! Welcome back to Point Break Minute, where we point out the moments and break down the minutes of Point Break one minute at a time. I'm Marin Kennedy,
1: and I'm Jossie
0: and
2: and I'm Jay Cloyte.
0: Hi, Hi Jay. Jay. Thanks for Hi, coming guys. on. Hi guys.
2: My ple- my pleasure. It's a great chance to study this uh, this uh, awe inspiring work of art.
1: Yeah, dramatic <laughs> masterpiece. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: As you were saying, you were you did your homework. Um, and I I, uh, I hate to call it that because there's no it's all it's no work and all play here at Point Break Minute. But uh,
2: well, that's true. And it, 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 you know, and it, and it was a real pleasure to uh, to see the whole thing through again. Although I'm glad I have watched minutes 37 and 38 repeatedly. Uh, good,
0: good. That's the months. that's what we're talking about here. Well, 37. Yeah, we're talking about 37. 37.
2: Here. Yeah, we won't get ahead of ourselves. But 37 is really juicy. 38 is a little more problematic. But we'll talk about yes. that
0: later. yes, yes.
2: So, minute. Can I just? T- I'll just talk. Yeah, yeah go, go, go uh, ahead. I, go ahead. Do. I mean, I I'm full of it from, of thoughts about minute thirty seven. Yeah. It's the first time in the movie, even though it's like thirty seven minutes in. It's the first time where when mystical bullshit makes its appearance. Yes,
3: <laughs> yes. This is this yeah. is definitely. Because,
2: you know, I mean, uh, let me look at my notes here. It says. They don't have a real understanding of the sea, so they'll never get the spiritual side of it. (laughs) No, (laughs) you know, that's when we first realized that Bodhi is, you know, he's deep. He
0: is very deep. Um, Yeah, Bodhisava. My
1: my notes were Bodhi in all his glory. Yeah, and and
0: he's there. You know, he and uh, and Utah, uh, Keanu Reeves are walking uh, down this line of cars, and uh, Bodhi has his wetsuit uh, undone.
1: I have many things to say about this. Yeah.
0: Yeah, well
2: this is the this is these two minutes are, are the bromance begin. Yes, for know. sure.
0: Uh, yeah. this is the real beginning. Like it kinda of yeah. began in the, the football scene with the tackle in the water mm-hmm. when they kinda of wrestle around yeah. in the, the ocean. But this is like where it sort of They're oh, both yeah. they're both kind of well, acknowledging that's, it here.
2: That's kind of where they consummated, actually when they <laughs> wrestling around. Yeah, in the water. they 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 move pretty know. quickly, but now they're taking stock.
3: Yes.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's right. Well, as you do in a relationship, yes. you know, yes. it, you get caught up in the in the magic of it, and then you have to have to think. But right at I minute mean, at thirty seven, we're still in the the first flush of you know excitement and, and hormones and uh, pheromones.
0: Yes.
3: And
2: yes.
1: Mm-hmm. So yeah. Well,
2: so that so they're kind of walking to the car, and getting to know each other, um, and the whole part, of it before that, I mean, what you know what. Slipping out of facetious mode for a minute, you know, uh, I've never really paid much attention to uh, um, Patrick Swayze before, but, but he can actually act. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. he's a he's a yeah. good actor. And I think <laughs> yeah. we've discussed this. I think this is, I have not seen his entire filmography, but I think this is the best thing yeah. that I've seen him do.
3: Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure.
2: Well, I believed him. I mean, he's a, he's a recognizable California character, that's for sure. You know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know guys you know, I've met guys like that. I don't like to hang out with guys like mm-hmm. that. But and I met guys with who have surfed in Santa Cruz and stuff. And and let's just leave Keanu's acting aside for a minute yeah. and just just look at him physically. We're supposed to believe that he's what a football quarterback. <laughs> yes. And that that he can go out and learn how to surf the big waves in what, maybe two weeks or something. Yeah. yeah. You know. This- my my friend who surfed in Santa Cruz said that, that he he dabbled in it but but he, th- there was there was so much violence if you got anywhere near anybody else's wave they would like literally beat you to a pulp and he didn't wow. feel like dealing with that all the time so well I'm but that sure. is
0: what just happened uh, that's true that's
2: ha- that's but he, they don't beat him to a pulp. He like takes four of them on. Yes, and, yeah, yeah. That's, they try to. Yeah. Two
0: against four, yeah. and they they come on come on top pretty easily. Um, yeah. Shockingly, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, well, well what, 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 let's let's hear some impressions
2: from you, Jess. Uh,
1: well, uh, I, I. You're bursting. I had a lot of thoughts about their wetsuits. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> so, okay, all right. Um, so here's Bodie, and. I, I just cannot get over about how uncomfortable it looks to have a floppy, damp wetsuit, which must be super heavy because it's wet neoprene. Like, oh, he's yeah. he's
0: used to it at this point. This is probably his his normal day to day wear. It's like his his second skin to him. I'm sure. uh, yes, L- literally.
1: Yes, true, <laughs> true. But then there's Keanu in his, which is also folded down, all floppy. But and... he's not
0: shirtless underneath it. He's well, well, wearing... That's the
1: thing. He still has a rash guard on underneath his wetsuit.
0: Yeah, he, he's playing the oh, rash guard. Is that a real thing? Yeah. Yeah. Oh
1: wow! <laughs> You've done your research. Yeah. No, I actually looked up. Surf fashion history because I was <laughs> so weirded out by the fact that he was wearing a rash guard under his wetsuit, and, and that
2: keeps the, you from getting a rash from the neoprene <laughs> your skin, is that <laughs>
1: exactly it? like nipple chafing? You know, oh, just... yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: oh yeah, yeah, okay.
1: So one thing well, I learned, well, or
2: Bro- Bodhi probably has calluses. His nipples are probably so callous they're just hard as rock. even have to worry about. It. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, they're they're pointing right at us, this yeah. whole scene. they can <laughs>
3: cut glass. <laughs> yeah.
1: So one thing I learned about surf history, and this was on a website, I think that was like The Surfer Magazine, and there's a guy who wrote a book about the history of surfing, and he says that surf fashion in its purest form is cheap, simple, homemade, and a bit raunchy. No oh. shoes... No jewelry, no underwear. Oh,
0: yeah. oh commando, commando. And, oh,
1: man, is Bodie yeah. ever so raunchy here.
0: He's yeah. pretty, I mean, he has that, that necklace, that uh, sort of soul, soul dude uh, yeah. necklace going on. Yeah.
2: Whereas yeah,
0: whereas Keanu is playing the part of the, the lawyer, the stiff lawyer turned surfer. This is, mm-hmm. this, this is the subtlety that we're working with here with uh, Keanu's um, layered performance. Mm-hmm. His portrayal, yeah,
2: many yeah nuances. It, he's almost as though he's portraying a uh, an FBI agent who isn't really able to fake being a surfer all that well. <laughs> or, almost,
0: so. yeah. Almost as if. Or it's that's almost like point. he's he's a surfer dude who's playing an FBI agent <laughs> who's trying to pretend to be a surfer.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's more layered than I had. I had uh... Yeah,
1: and he's kind of you know bringing back how Lori Petty in an earlier scene has like the legal maximum of sleeve with the legal minimum of shirt. He has
3: <laughs>
1: just an obscene amount of fabric on him for somebody who's just coming off of being surfing. Like yeah. turtleneck, um like yeah. you know that little rash guard neck thingy. With
0: the the purple lining. Yeah, yeah. and,
1: and shorts. So can
2: we assume that he's wearing under uh underpants there too? I think he um, probably
0: still yeah. He's
1: got like surf Box, boxers. boxers. Yeah, yeah.
0: so gotta be a boxer. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, definitely. He's broy enough that he would be yeah. doing that.
0: Yeah, I think he's definitely a boxer's guy. Jessica, do you want to break down the minute <laughs> since we didn't do that at the beginning? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just so people know what, what we're talking about. Yeah, Cruise. We're so, doing it all out of order, but that's fine.
1: Um, So it starts with them exiting the beach from their fight scene and then proceeds to be them walking along the cars in just one shot. The entire time. Um, yeah, this shot
0: goes on for almost the whole minute.
1: Yeah, which I which was interesting. Um, I actually did this minute like how Murin normally does his minutes, and how I normally don't do the minutes. I normally watch it like second by second. Uh, but this time, I did what he does. Welcome,
0: welcome back to Point Break. Second, yeah. we break on the movie Point Break. <laughs> yeah, one was second was- at a time.
1: <laughs> and it lasts forever. Um. So I tried watching it, you know, first time through, just like watching it, and then I watched it with no sound, and then I watched it with no visual. And anyway, so having said that, that
0: really helps you get into the spiritual, the spirituality of it. Um, well, it did, which is and what we actually, need to do actually,
1: I noticed when they start talking about spirituality, like right when um, Bodhi says. Uh, they'll never understand the spiritual side of it. There's a really subtle wave crash that emphasizes Ooh. the spiritual side of it. Which you, good one. Yeah, and you don't hear it really at all in the um
0: It's a good sound design.
1: Yeah.
2: Well, did you notice, I'll just interrupt you oh, for a yeah, second, yeah. That, one, that one of the last things Keanu says, and he says, this is me. Just
1: think
3: about that. Oh, yeah. Mm.
2: This is me, you know. Mm-hmm. this is who i am for. yeah
0: so sorry, sorry. no, no that, that's great yes, that's, that's deep. great deep it is, yeah, yeah it was just you know it's a casual offhand like you know this is this is my car but uh you know yeah, it, there's so much okay. more to it
1: yes. yes he's really exposing himself there where he's covered completely in fabric he's exposing his soul yeah yeah right. so yeah, that's the- Um, Bodhi says uh, To Keanu With a laugh You like to start shit Don't you Um, (laughs) And uh, um, So Keanu asks Who are those guys Which Swayze responds Nazi assholes Um, The guy you dropped Oh what was that
2: (laughs) And I sampled actually The the next line Which I don't think Probably will play Can you hear that if I play this, no, no, I can't hear it. No. Oh well, I have the sample of of Keanu saying, "What's their program?" and him saying, "Brains are <laughs> wired wrong." Uh, well, if you, <laughs> well, uh they, we can figure out how are to wired add that wrong. in. They're into some bad shit. Yeah. So I've been playing that over and over again. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. it's <That's> good stuff.
1: <laughs> it's a good line. Yeah.
2: What's the
3: okay. program? <laughs>
2: He said, what's that program? Brains are wired wrong and they're into some bad shit. Yeah. Brains are wired wrong. Okay.
3: Sorry. Go
1: ahead. Um, And Jay, you are a sound sound designer and composer. So Mm -hmm. for Mm -hmm. the listeners to know your background.
2: Well, yes, I I am. And I have done some film music. And I am a big film buff as a hobby. In fact, I'm kind of glad that uh, the commercial composing I've done hasn't involved doing that many films because... Uh, if I got as as uh, analytical about film as I do about music, I would that would suck with what little enjoyment there is left in my life. Alex, <laughs> see, I can actually I can actually have fun with movies, yeah. still, whereas music it's pretty much all all business all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I also, uh, by the way, speaking of that, I have a list of my favorite lines from these uh, oh. that I can do as a recitation at some point, maybe at, at when we're done or something.
0: Okay. Oh, no, I mean, yeah, I mean, not when we're done. I think we want that before we're done. Uh, okay. But uh, speaking of recitations, we're going to just jump out jump out of this minute for a second. Um we have been struggling to figure out what song was playing over the hair-gathering montage, and I just randomly finally figured it out. (laughs) So we're going back to, like, minute 34-3 for this. But, uh, yeah, it's called Rose-Colored Glasses by School of Fish. And I have the lyrics right here.
2: Is that all? Is that all? Stuff all in the uh, IMDb credits for this? You know,
0: I don't think it is, which was the problem. I don't
2: think it is either. Yeah, it's in the it's in the film credits themselves. Yeah, so I, I
0: found it on a, a different website, which has the more complete uh, soundtrack uh-huh. listing.
2: Yeah, I found that the use of music, despite the fact that Mark, Mark Eisen is really amazing, he was like a, a good composer before he started doing all the soundtrack work. Yeah, and he actually does great soundtrack work, but that that the directors. Ability to choose other music that really sucks and that really doesn't work well with the scene is outstanding. I mean, <laughs> there, there, there. I mean, I I didn't go through and note where in the movie that these were, but there are just so many times where it's like this. This lame kind of almost rock music. Oh, like the Sheryl Crow. It just drains what... Yeah, (laughs) right, exactly. Drains the, the authenticity that they're kind of like, you know, trying to get. It's just, you just kind of go like, oh. Oh. That's it's, a good point.
0: No, I yeah, it, it, it yeah. A lot of the,
2: the music whoever the music director was as opposed to the composer, because that's who would have picked those, oh, you Okay. it should just be Yeah, <laughs>
0: it's all they're all such cheesy uh, you know, like needle yeah. drops. Um like the, yeah, remember, but are
1: they needle drops? Well, not all of them, I guess. Some of them
0: fade in very <laughs> subtly. But, uh, yeah, this one was, uh, I think, the, the wire train, I Will Not Fall for the surfing montage. Was, oh, that yeah. Oh, that one yeah. was pretty bad. And the, 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 I, Using a song called I Will Not Fall for a surfing I montage. Was, yeah, a little yeah. too. Anyway, yeah. uh, so I have the lyrics for "Rose Colored Rose-Colored, glasses. Rose-colored <laughs> glasses by School of Fish. Is there a voice? Uh, Either you'd like me to try out for this?
2: (laughs) Uh, Just a fish voice, I
0: guess. Okay. (laughs) Everyone is standing around, waiting for their high. You feel the world turn upside down when you step inside. Need a drink of water to keep you standing up? Right now, she mends everything, and you're not enough.
1: That kinda of sounds a little like Nixon meets Alfred Hitchcock voice. Sure.
0: <laughs> I've never done I've never done a fish before, so that was just kinda of my first shot. Yeah.
2: yeah. I could hear the pursing of the fish mouth. Yeah, yeah. that that was basically yeah. what I was doing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so and actually Nixon, Hitchcock and a fish talking about drugs, basically. <laughs> <There> <laughs> yeah. you go. Yeah.
0: So Nixon, like Nixon, Nixon, you
2: haven't heard any of those combinations. <laughs>
0: yeah. Nixon, Hitchcock, and a fish are uh, standing on the corner <laughs> waiting for their man. Right?
2: Yeah. They walked into a bar. And, yeah. Oh uh,
0: yeah. <laughs> standing on the corner, right?
2: Lou Reed is uh, just, just around the corner. Yes. Yes.
0: Um, All right. So oops. anyway, back to minute thirty-seven.
2: Yeah, and and just let me. Uh, Divert from that again once a moment to say. Well, oh, please. While the music direction in this film is is just uh, horrid, the, the cinematography is pretty fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean just the just the tracking shot that, that of them walking up to the car. You know, I mean those aren't easy to do, and there's a bunch of those in the film where they like track through a bunch of. Fairly complex action, you know, and you don't notice it, and it's really transparent. And some of the scenes, the skydiving scene, while it's totally unbelievable, yeah, mm-hmm. and 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 it's just a ridiculous is shot so beautifully, yeah, yes. it's really nice,
1: yeah.
2: And that, that kept happening, you know. I, I, it, it the film is, you know, the the ridiculousness and the sublimeness are way off the chart.
0: Yes, it, it goes, you know, it's it's a cheese ball movie, but there are, like, some parts of it that are really well done.
1: Which I think is what makes well, it she's, so enigmatic.
0: Go ahead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry? It, 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 it
1: it's, it's just what makes it such, like, an enigmatic puzzle, is that there's so <laughs> many, like, yeah. cheesy, horrid things, but then there's some, like, really amazing things, too, that are just really well, well and, done.
2: You know, well, and it's this woman that went on to become a... a, a, a an Academy Award winning director and actually I mean, that doesn't necessarily make you a great director but also a really good director too. I mean, yeah, I mean, Hurt Locker's a fantastic movie. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, I haven't seen the ones, the re- most recent ones she did but, um, but this, what a place to start from to get there. I mean, usually people who make cheesy surf movies, you know, go on to make, you know, like, more or worse cheesy movies yeah. after that. They don't usually get really great, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. so she was like a, she and James Cameron were an item during this period right mm-hmm. Yes and he produced this
0: Yeah mm-hmm. So that that couldn't hurt No yeah. no But yeah it, it's like it belong it's it's it lives in the cheese ball movie section of Mm -hmm. cinema but it in a lot of ways it stands above a lot of those other movies i think which puts it puts it in an interesting little category of its own in a way like and you can't you know you can't compare it to like the hurt locker i mean you can compare it but it's it's in a different category from that but it's still it's notable Mm -hmm. among cheeseball movies Mm -hmm. no if you just approach it as a
2: cheeseball movie you'll be kind of surprised and yes uh, And, and taken aback by it and being a little more than that. You know. Yes, yeah. exactly. Or if you, yeah. But you know, so the, one of my recommendations, which I've studied up on for this, is also um, Near Dark, which is another early Catherine Bigelow movie. Yes. Have I seen that? No. Yeah,
1: and I'd love to hear about it.
2: Oh, well, this is just a horror movie. I had no idea who Catherine Bigelow was at the time. But, oh, and she did Blue Steel with Jamie Lee Curtis.
0: Yeah, right? that was right before she, this. So,
2: yeah. Well, well, Near Dark is... It's a straight genre film. It's a straight... Kind of vampire, well, not straight, but it 's a vampire film, clearly a straightforward vampire film doesn't have any uh, you know aspirations to be in be in great cinema, mm-hmm. but it's about and i 'm going to do some spoilers here, but a, but a young girl who's stuck in this this boring small town hanging out with nothing to do on Friday night, and this van full of people pulls into town, and one of them is this incredible cute, cute guy who's kind of dangerous and sexy and attractive and and she uh, kind of it, you know, goes to him and, um, and then he bites her on the neck and turns her into a vampire for the rest of eternity. Wow. They go off in his van, and it turns out his van is full of these kind of redneck vampires <laughs> <laughs> that, that are driving around the southwest. And they do things like going into like a roadhouse bar, and instead of like a big roadhouse bar fist fight, they slaughter everybody. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I mean, I, I love this movie. I'm a real connoisseur of vampire movies, and, and it's it it's totally fantastic. Ooh. Yeah. In, in my you book, know, it's so. funny.
0: I've, I've been wanting to see yeah. this since we first were, you know, sort of getting into what other things Catherine Bigelow had done, starting, you know, doing this point break thing. Um, and uh-huh. it's not on Netflix Instant, by any means, of course, uh, or any other streaming service that I've found. And uh, I also have the Netflix oh. DVD service, but it's not available through that either. Um, wow. so I looked on Amazon. Maybe she
2: bought up bought up every copy of it and had it. <laughs> maybe, but yeah,
0: she, yeah maybe. So because I looked on Amazon to just see like oh maybe I'll just buy a copy. All the copies are like at least 30 bucks. Wow. they collectors all a collectors. Yeah, own. I guess it's a, you know, it's not out of print or something. What if
1: the library would happen?
0: <laughs> maybe we'll try the library. They yeah. might uh yeah.
3: Well, uh
2: you know, I've heard that it's possible, uh, not that I would do anything illegal like this, but to actually search for say near-dark torrent online oh, yeah. and get it from the file-sharing service. Yeah. yeah, I mean, not that any of us would uh, ever do something like that. No, that's no, illegal. But, but that's what the the kids do that. Oh, yeah, yes. they, yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess it works for the them. The young folks. Yeah. Um, she also did, I'm just looking at her list now, an, another really weird well, Strange Days would be another uh, interesting one to study because it also like has a lot of the ingredients of a great movie, but but manages to just totally suck mm-hmm. too. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's got Rafe Fiennes and Angela Bassett uh-huh. in the leads. I mean, that's a weird choice, and it could have been variant, but it anyway. Yeah, I've been curious. But about I, that one I digress. Too. Yeah, I digress.
0: All right, yeah, let's let's get back to the spiritual bullshit. I feel like we didn't get into that <laughs> as much as we could have. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah. He uh, let's see. We have the script here. Uh, says, "Are you going to start chanting?" And he says, "He and he." he it has
2: this really wonderful moment where he's totally believable, where he laughs and says, "Maybe,
1: yeah, yeah.
3: I might." Yeah,
0: I like that he says yeah. that because, like, yeah. he doesn't he doesn't laugh at all. He laughs it off a little bit, but he's like, "No, I do that, sure." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, it's not what you not necessarily what you wanted to hear, but yep. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like. yeah i wasn't quite sure how to feel
1: about that <laughs> like like oh oh okay um yeah
0: yeah he's owning it he's owning mm-hmm. that he, you know he's kind of a woo, yeah. woo-, 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 woo- woozy guy mm-hmm. um and it, and it's it's surprising him but it's intriguing him mm-hmm. you know that he's yeah.
1: falling under the spell of bodhi yeah
0: we'll get more of that conversation in the next minute i guess now i'm looking at it yeah um i was i was curious are they are they literally nazis I don't oh, I don't think I don't think so. Let's see.
3: I don't
2: think. Yeah, I didn't I get don't that think either. There was much in the way of real, not you know, like like uh, neo-Nazi types in the serfs. They were just you know n- had Nazi-like behavior. Yeah, he he's I mean, just. It, we certainly never saw any any signs of them being real Nazis. Yeah. they're just. You know, I mean, the, the only
1: one yeah. I would suspect of being an actual skinhead would be Bunker. Yeah. Just because I've been watching a lot of prison documentaries for the past couple days, like, nonstop, <laughs> And
0: in life and, in general. And in
1: life in general. I'm addicted to
0: them.
1: Um, he looks wow. like... Wow. Okay, just I'm,
2: I'm
0: frightened now. I'll,
2: I'll, I'll be she, more she time we meet. She
1: refuses...
0: <laughs> jessa refuses to watch sad movies with me but then prison documentaries are just you know 10 a day well what about prison fiction did you were you
2: a big oz fan stuff? i really that's w- practically a documentary i mean
1: i would love to watch oz i i haven't yet though but it's been on my list i have to finish as many of the ones that are on netflix for the short time before they take them away from me as i can um uh-huh. and Murrin's not exaggerating when he says 10 a day <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, it's just something wow. you just like to
0: have them on while you're doing other things it's just the yeah, the I'll casual just... the background noise of you know chains rattling and, and people talking about playing like, it well, see, and... people talking see my about it, yeah. my similar vice was that i
2: i was used to do a lot of work on a lot of toy things where i would have to edit like 250 voice files and all you're doing is like Cutting the beginning of the file off, you know, the guy does a take and you're losing You top and tail it. You lose the beginning and the end of it and then you normalize it Mm -hmm. to make it loud enough and then you do the next one over and over and over again. And I tried doing that while with headphones off while watching different kinds of TV, (laughs) but true crime stuff. I found that I could do it requires such a small part of your brain to follow it. Yeah. Yeah. That that it that I, I had no effect whatsoever on the work I was doing, even though I had the sound on. You know? So it's I mean it's I, true. I understand.
1: Yeah. It's it's true. Like I don't know why it's so intriguing, but I I don't know. Anyways, I brought that I up know. because Bunker looks like he could be any one of the Nazi lowriders, um, mm-hmm. which is the one of the Nazi skinhead gangs in the mm-hmm. prison system. Oh, okay. So,
3: uh,
2: well, the one that that I I've was fascinated with was the guy. Was it Tone? Was his name? Is played by Anthony Kiedis. Oh, yeah. of the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> played. <laughs> played. Quote unquote. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Right. Anthony right. Kiedis so, becomes. Well, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: it is it's, it's he funny is we brought this up in you know other minutes but pe- people tend to think like oh yeah and isn't flea in point break like nope it's not flea no that's the one no. you think it would flea- be
2: <laughs> no flea is in uh in the um the coen brothers movie um he plays the nihilist yeah he's in, one of the uh, nihilists in the, uh, the big lebowski yeah he's in We're
0: uh, nihilists man yeah <laughs> yeah yeah if we leave in <laughs> nothing. and he's in uh, he's in um back to the future too
1: Oh, is he? Yeah. Oh, really?
0: Yeah, he's in some other things too. He's he's actually kind of an actor, whereas Anthony yeah. Kiedis is not really. He's a performer. He's a good performer, yeah. but he's not an actor. Um, there you go. I like that um, the 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 name that is revealed of War Child's actual name, Lupton Pittman, <laughs> which is just like yeah. the stuffiest uh, upper class name you could think yeah. of. <laughs> yeah.
1: Or the lowest yeah, class not. trailer park name you could think of. Maybe.
0: I just got like, it sounds like a British man or something. Lupton Pittman.
1: That's true. That's true. Esquire.
0: Oh. <laughs> wow. There's a character called Psycho Stick. Oh, the the mm-hmm. character names. Uh, yeah. They, it goes, they're
1: all Mad Max names. They're all Mad Max names. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Passion for slashing. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: Fiberglass. Fiberglass. Now that's
0: the best one. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: I'm partial to Passion for slashing, though.
0: Yeah, Passion for Slashin' was slashing. The, the redhead yeah. guy yeah. who was bacon under the blanket <laughs> with his buddy. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: Right.
1: Well, do we want right. to m- move on formally to our recommendations? Formally?
0: <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah. Sure, I, we can do that. I think that's about it, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, Jay, you were mentioning Near Dark.
2: Near Dark yeah. was one of them, and... uh Okay, a new a fairly new movie to the at least to the American markets is The Lure.
3: Oh, oh I think the I know Lure, this one. Yeah.
2: Yeah, is a Polish film directed by a woman. It's uh just a brief plot summary. Two young attractive reasonably attractive mermaids wash up on the beach somewhere in Poland and uh come out of the water and naturally go to the nearest Oh disco bar. It's a disco bar which seems to have some kind of stripping some of the time too. So it's not actually necessary for these two two young creatures to ever put their tops on in the whole movie. Uh-huh. Um although when the people who run so that they, they meet the guys who run the disco and of course they get a job like singing or dancing or something because they have seem to have legs when they're out of the water. Hmm. So um Okay. So they meet the band, one of them falls in love with the bass player in the band in the disco and uh, so meaner, the own, owner of the club, when he signs them up, he grabs one of their legs and spreads it, and says, "See, smooth as Barbie dolls down there uh-huh. which okay enables <laughs> yeah, which well, it turns out that uh so there's so there's tons of great musical numbers in this it's a musical it's uh it's got some some uh it's got lots of sex. It's got some some lesbian sex. It's got, uh, and then it turns out. But and you're thinking, well, that's enough. That's enough <laughs> for a couple of movies, yeah. right there. <laughs> but it turns out that that occasionally they will like rip people's heart out and eat it. Whoa. Okay. So so that starts happening, and, and then we find out that, that you probably know this legend that if if the mermaid marries a human. She has to kill him and eat him before the wedding night is over, or she will quote turn into sea foam.
1: I did not That's know right. that. Did, but didn't know that legend. No, maybe there's something. Yeah, like yeah.
2: Well, oh, I thought everybody knew that. So common um, knowledge. You know? Yeah. Um, there's a lot of mermaid lore that really is less. You know. It, People are just woefully ignorant about it. So anyway, well, if you live close to so the it, sea, you
0: have to know. But if if you don't, yeah, then you just forget. Yeah,
2: well, you're from Seattle, so you knew. But in Portland, probably I've just forgotten somewhere. it. It's not important information anymore. Yeah, yeah. no, yeah, right. They don't teach right. in schools. Right. So you know, so there's a big conflict between the the mermaid who falls in love with the not with the earthbound creature mm-hmm. and the one who doesn't, and it's a you know. Uh, But there is a wedding. Let me just say, without spoilers, that there is a wedding, and we do get to see Seafoam before the end of the movie. But it is indescribable. And what's really cool about it is that, a little bit like Point Break, is, it's really hard to tell how far the director's tongue is in cheek with some of this stuff. Uh Interesting. I mean, I cannot. It's partly the cultural difference, you know. But, I mean, it's like a disco movie it's a it's a musical, horror, romance. What am I leaving out? Maybe comedy. Uh-huh. Um, so anyway, so top marks. As many many thumbs up for that one. Awesome. Nice.
1: That sounds. I've heard of that one.
0: That that
2: one's been on
1: my and list. That's lore, L-O-R-E? lure. L O R E.
2: L-U-R-E, lure. you No. Know, as in a fish. You know. So. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, and and here's another one. And this is a straight horror film. This is n- no cheese involved in this at all. No, really. We're going to we're going to
0: do another minute. So, do you want to say a recommendation all right. for the next I'll one? I'll save
2: that. I'll save that for the next one. Yeah. Well, I have I have a couple more, but yeah. Okay. I'll save. Ooh, I mean, you awesome. feel
0: free to recommend as many things as you want yeah. while you're here. <laughs> yeah. Okay.
2: Well, let me just before we move on mention a couple of things yeah. some some of my favorite lines from this minute. Oh, yeah. It says, "Brains are wired wrong and they're into some bad shit." That's good. Yep. And sir, I take the skin off chickens. That's good. good.
0: Yeah, and that that, yeah. that has a lot of good lines from uh, John C McGinley around that that yeah. scene. Like Yes. You know yeah. nothing. In fact, you know less than nothing. If you knew you knew nothing, <laughs> then you'd know something, but you don't.
2: <laughs> That's one of my favorites. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs>
0: yeah. a good one.
2: Yep. And I believe it's this minute where he says, if you want the ultimate, you have to be willing to pay the ultimate price. Oh, yeah. But that may come later. I think, I that think that's later, later, yeah. But that's a good yeah, one. Yeah, I think so, too. Okay.
0: All right.
1: All right, Meryn, what's yours? All right. uh,
0: my recommendation is uh, Looper. Ah. Um, oh, yeah. I recently uh, enjoyed Star Wars The Last Jedi, and I, I decided I needed to complete my Ryan Johnson filmography. I'd seen uh, Brothers Bloom and Brick before but i'd never seen looper so i saw that he did brothers
2: bloom brothers bloom
0: yeah that's one of my favorite movies of all time
2: yeah it's a good one
0: yeah he that's ryan johnson i love that yeah okay um go ahead he's an he's an interesting interesting director we'll see i'm I'm curious to see what he does next um but looper is uh it it didn't um it didn't blow me away i wouldn't give it five Mm -hmm. stars Mm -hmm. but i'd give it i'd give it four four out of five um it's it was a fun time travel movie. The time travel, you know, doesn't make sense. But I don't think there's ever a movie, except for Primer, where it totally makes sense. But and...
1: does Primer make sense? Let's... <laughs> well,
2: yeah. <laughs> does it makes does Primer make sense, or do they just do many, so many loops back and forth
0: that you can that you just tell yeah. them anymore? And then if you if you, you, if you take if you take the time to figure it all out, then... Oh, we you... spent over
1: an hour <laughs> trying to figure out what the of <laughs> was and if, you, you actually,
0: <laughs> if you actually succeed in figuring it all out, then you've just wasted a year of your
1: life. You win the Nobel Prize, yeah. then, because <laughs> well, then You win the prize.
0: I, I don't... You, you win nothing. You get nothing. Get
2: out. Yeah. I, uh, I don't think you guys get to feel superior of anybody who spends a year doing that. Huh? <laughs> no, not at all. No. <laughs> no. Uh, but have you seen... Uh, Equally co- confusing time crimes. Oh, oh love time Spanish. crimes! Though. I think we recommended that yeah. in an earlier yeah.
0: episode. That one, that yeah. one's a really okay. good one.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's a lot like Primer in it, some ways. Uh, I like um, it so not much the characters, better, but though. the kind of the the looping gets so so nested that I can no, you know, I just lose track of
0: where where we are from. Primer. Yeah, but yeah. time crimes to me was infinitely more entertaining than Primer. Whereas
1: Primer, I don't even, yeah. I couldn't even tell you the plot of that movie just like there's a box and they go into it and then they come out maybe yeah question mark
0: yeah <laughs> uh, anyway yeah, yeah looper is or is it all a dream yeah. yeah the the interesting thing to me about looper was i mean you got uh joseph gordon levitt playing young bruce willis and that works quite well i think and you get bruce willis you know trying uh in a movie in you know i don't, I don't think i've seen him try since the 90s yeah yeah. Um,
2: well, there was a big period where he didn't try. Where all he did was smirk. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And then in the then then in the middle, he had to come back with Pulp Fiction, and he really acted that, for quite I a while. Yeah. And then yeah. then he realized he didn't have to do it anymore, and just started phoning it yeah. in again for another couple of decades. Yeah. Anyway, th- but he uh, you know when he's really trying, he actually can he, act. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. he's a good actor,
0: you know? and uh, yeah. but yeah, he he does a pretty good job in this. And um, the what I liked about it, um, and what Ryan Johnson I think does a lot is. Subvert expectations He likes to just sort of think yes. like Oh you think this is going to be about this But it's actually about this And uh, spoiler alert Looper isn't really about time travel It's about telekinesis <laughs> um, <laughs> They, they uh, do this fun little like They establish like Oh there's this time travel thing Like, uh, There's these hitmen And they kill people from the future And then they send themselves back And they kill themselves And they close the loop And they're like okay that's, That doesn't make total sense But it's <sighs> it- a cool movie thing Okay and then right. they they just in the beginning establish this little tiny like oh and there's people with telekinesis in this world because future because there's the future but like it doesn't really you know it doesn't really make any difference yeah. and no one really has you know any real power it's just kind of a thing that is and then it turns out that's the crux of the plot not the time travel so I enjoyed I that about enough. it um, I should see it again yeah yeah I enjoyed it uh, and Emily Blunt does a pretty good job in it and uh, uh, yeah Looper yeah anyway Jessa. Your recommendation.
1: Awesome. Um, so my recommendation is going to be a movie that we've talked about, and I was actually surprised to discover that we had not, in fact, actually recommended it, um, but Sexy Beast.
0: Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah,
1: it's, it's great. Murren, it's one he had been talking about for a really long time, and um, we have a, a movie club that we do, um, and we finally watched it for movie club, and it's it's great, um, it's fantastic, and um, it's about, kind of about uh, it's about Ray Winston, who is a aging British gangster. He's retired to this nice Spanish villa with his wife to leave that life behind, but um, the strong arm enforcer Ben Kingsley, who is um, kind of a somewhat bigwig in the British crime yeah, he, syndicate. He's
0: like the enforcer. Yeah, the enforcer. He, he's not yeah. the boss, but of,
1: um, of a similar bri- British crime syndicate that Ray Winston was belonged to, is intent on getting Ray Winston back for one last job, and um, the kind of little twist there is that Ben Kingsley probably is on the autism spectrum, and <laughs> um,
0: he's maybe my favorite film character ever in this. It's, <laughs>
1: he's
2: one of he's one of the scariest film villains ever, I yeah. think. Yeah. His, the unpredictability that he radiates is just terrifying. Yeah. And
1: it's it's kind of awesome to use um to put somebody on the spectrum in a place of power like that and to use that um, which could be seen as a hindrance to some people as a as a uh, a tool of power to exert terror on others um and fun fact that i discovered ray winston actually plays angelo pappas in the remake of point break so there's a connection there yeah there's a
2: remake oh yes oh wow you didn't know
1: came out in 2015
2: oh my god is it out? Yeah, yeah, it came out a few years ago. We had not, we have not seen oh, it. <laughs> it came out and just sunk like a stone.
0: Oh yeah, huh? yeah. I, I Was still am it... not entirely sure it actually exists. It might have just been a marketing campaign with no actual movie attached to it, because I've never seen it, and I don't know anybody who's seen it.
1: It could be like the Shazam Kazam thing, you know? It like, peep, what is that? The, 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 the Nelson the Mandela? Man, the Mandela effect. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: Where we've all just been uh, in, induct, inducted into another universe where it does exist. <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: Right. Yeah. Well, in some universe, it's got to exist. Yes. Yeah. In some universe, it's it's got to exist with, like, you know, Rafe Fine playing. Bodhi and, uh, and, uh, it just uh, reverses the, the cast okay. of strange days and point break are just reversed <laughs> yeah Angela Bassett plays the Keanu Reeves yes, role yes. Uh,
1: <laughs> best remake I, I pay to see that yeah yeah, yeah totally yeah. Okay.
0: okay right.
1: that closes up minute 37
0: yeah it's minute 37 is sinking below the waves mm-hmm. just like Poseidon into the sea uh, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Point Break Minute. You've made it this far, congratulations! Uh, t- tell your friends about it if your friends are big Point Break heads or uh, just like listening to a lot of nonsense. Um, and uh, check us out on iTunes, rate, review, subscribe.
1: And thanks, Jay, for joining us.
0: Absolutely, thank you. We'll see you for the next minute. Bye bye. Bye. Okay. Point bye-bye. Break Minute,
3: bro. Wee!